0: let's dental as a part of vesiclobulus and ulcerative lesions of the oral cavity today we will be discussing about the herpes simplex virus 1 infection of the oral cavity mainly we will discuss about the viruses this virus and briefly about the virus and the clinical features of this particular infection so coming to the HSV infection this is nothing nothing but the herpes simplex virus infection there are two types of these viruses that is hsv1 and hsv2 these two viruses are belong to the family headpiece viridae. So, they will cause the infection of the skin and the mucosa and even the eye and genitals. So, it is considered that HSV-1 mainly causes the infection of the body, skin of the body above the waist, whereas the HSV-2 will cause the infections below the waist. So, as we are concerned with the oral cavity, today we will discuss about the HSV-1 infection. It mainly affects the skin, mucosa of the oral cavity and also the eye. So this particular infection will spread by the contact with the fluids that is body secretions which are already infected with the virus. So it is mainly with the contact. The spread is by the contact. And it affects it becomes uh, causes primary infection wherever it is contacted there and then it becomes latent in the ganglions, mainly the sensory ganglions, and then it activates and recur and forms a recurrent HSV infection also, and these lesions will spread centripetally and also in the recurrent form also they will affect the skin and mucosa and the eye that is mainly they will be cytopathic to the epithelial cells of the skin and the mucosa so this is more common uh, cause of the blindness so if it is as we are discussed it affects the um, even the uh, eyes and it is the main reason for the blindness of the blindness all over the world so hsv infection is the main reason for the blindness all over the world Coming to the skin, we, we uh, as we are concerned, it causes herpetic whitlow. That is nothing but the the skin of the fingers is affected and causes the vesicles and the lesions on the fingers. This particular infection is referred to as the herpetic whitlow. Other infections, other manifestations of this herpes simplex virus is first, first, as we discussed, first is the primary infection, second is the recurrent form of the HSV. And one is the blindness it causes, it causes herpetic vitlo and also as in the recurrent form it also causes erythema multiforme clinically, this is one presentation. And it causes herpetic, recurrent herpes labialis, it causes Bell's palsy, in these patients, patients will not manifest any vesicles or ulcers, directly it causes the Bell's palsy when there is involvement of the geniculate ganglion. And if the vestibular ganglion is involved, it causes even the Meniere's disease. So, these are all the different presentations clinically in the recurrent form of the infection. That is like blindness, vitlo, that herpetic vitlo, recurrent herpes labialis and uh, Bell's palsy, erythema multiforme and the Meniere's disease. So, coming to the primary infection in the oral, we are concerned with the primary infection of the oral cavity with the HSV-1. So this is referred to as a gingivostomatitis because it affects all the mucosa of the oral cavity that is keratinized and also the non-keratinized mucosa is involved. It mostly occurs in the children below the age of 5 years but it is said that even there is one more peak in the 20s that is about the second decade of the life also we will see this primary infection with the HSV, but most of the people will have this infection in the early age that is below the 5 years. So again as it is a viral it will present with the prodromal phase that is patients will have the fever, malaise and also the loss of appetite is present to the patients. So children will not take food and they will become dehydrated and and they need to be hospitalized also because of this loss of appetite in the prodromal period only. Then these lesions will start appearing on the mucosa that is it affects both the keratinized and also the non-keratinized mucosa and it forms the vesicles rupture form the ulcers and all these small small group of ulcers will coalesce if they are adjacently present and they form the large ulcers with the scalloped borders and they will resolve in about ten to fourteen days. This is a, about the course of the primary infection in the oral cavity. So any mucosa will be affected and these ulcers will have the typical erythema surrounding them in the surrounding mucosa because this is a type of infectious ulcer. So this is about the gingivobuccal stomatitis caused by the primary infection with the herpes simplex virus 1. Coming to the recurrent infection, here we are considering it as recrudescent herpes simplex infection is used. The word recrudescent is used because most of the time the reactivated virus will go asymptomatic. If the symptoms are present, we will call it as the recrudescent oral herpes simplex virus infection. So, most of the patients will be asymptomatic if at all it presents. It will form the same ulcers uh, like vesicles and ulcers but mainly it presents on the keratinized mucosa that is in the oral cavity present with these vesicles and the ulcers are seen on the hard palate that is attached gingiva and also on the dorsum of the tongue. Mainly the, in this uh, recurrent form we will see the ulcers only on the hard palate, dorsum of the tongue and the attached gingiva. The other form of the recurrent herpes infection manifested in the orofacial area is the recurrent herpes labialis that is these lesions will uh, form on the lips. This is mainly considered that the lesions uh, even the this virus will become latent not only in the sensory ganglion it also typically becomes latent in the epithelial cells of the lips. So this particular virus which is latent in the epithelial cells of the lips will get reactivated and forms this recurrent herpes labialis. But sometimes even from the ganglions also they will manifest on the lips. But this term is used for the... And most of the time if the, this particular um, virus is activated from the epithelial cells, prodromal symptoms are less seen. And pro, patients will complain of tingling sensation or the burning sensation along the in the region of vesicles formation on the skin. Before the vesicles are formed, this prodrome will be seen like itching or the burning or tingling sensation in the area and if the patient is immunocompromised in these patients we will see the same lesions in the oral cavity but these lesions will be present like, clinically presented as atypical ulcers and they will be large in size and they will take about weeks to months to heal because they are immunocompromised like in patients with hiv infection patients on chemotherapy or any organ transplantation or any malignancy is there in these patients this particular HSV infection will present little more severely like large ulcers, atypical ulcers and they will take more time to heal. So this is about the uh, like herpes simplex virus infection in the orofacial region and its clinical features that is primary and the recrudescent form of the herpes simplex infection. So main things what we have to remember is recurrent will form will manifest in the characterized mucosa whereas the primary infection will manifest on any of the oral mucosa. The other diseases we need to consider with the HSV infection is one is the blindness, it causes It causes erythema multiforme, it causes Meniere's disease and it causes Bell's palsy also without any symptoms like without any typical ulcers in the vesicles. So these are, and the other terms we need to remember is herpes, herpetic whitlow and recurrent herpes labialis. So this is about the herpes simplex virus 1 infection in the orofacial area. Thank you. We'll